You're listening to The Jill Monaco Show, episode number 14. Welcome to The Jill Monaco Show. I'm your host, Jill. Each week, I hope to bring you a message that inspires, encourages, or challenges you to go after and live a life you love. Join me and my friends as we explore what it means to love God, love ourselves, and love others. Thanks for spending some time with me today. Here we go. Hey everybody, it's Jill Monica. Welcome back to the podcast. In this week's episode, I'm going to be talking about loneliness. I'm not sure why the end of the year or the holidays makes people lonely, but studies show that it is one of the most common seasons to feel depressed. Maybe it's because we're supposed to be celebrating family and so many people either don't have a family or have conflicts within their family, and some people may not know the reason. A few weeks ago, I shared something God taught me about enjoying the process and breakthrough during a season of unemployment. Now, one of the other lessons I learned during that season was about loneliness, and I'd like to share some thoughts I had during that season of my life, and I pray it blesses anyone who is really feeling alone. So let me share my story. The end of month four of unemployment brought me something I wasn't expecting. Month four, finally, I was lonely. You see, as an introvert, I like to recharge alone, but one of my strengths in the Strength Finder test is Relator, so I like relationship too. But what's really surprising was that I wasn't lonely sooner than month four. Now, at that point, I was working at my church one day a week and consulting with one client. I'd been busy with some work trips and visiting family back in Chicago, so I was still constantly on the go. But as soon as things quieted down a bit, the days and nights spent alone felt very isolating. So I served a church and got involved. But for some reason, I still felt really lonely. Very few people who are close to me saw the loneliness. When I was with people, I wasn't lonely, so how could anyone see it? But one day, I confided in a pastor at my church. I made two fists and I said, I feel like I am just holding it all together. It was like the pressure behind the dam was about to force it open. I didn't know what was there or what would happen if I let go, and I didn't want anyone to be aware or to be negatively affected by my current unstable emotional condition. Now, surely faith is about having hope and joy, even when you don't know how you'll pay the bills, right? I mean, sharing fears about that wasn't going to make a job show up, and it wouldn't be godly to admit of being afraid, would it? So I just kept these thoughts to myself and was holding it together until God came through. I knew something was up when I found myself waking up and crying. I went to bed crying. I cried when I saw commercials of people having a neighborhood barbecue. I didn't have any deep thoughts connected to the tears. I knew I was loved by God and by people. I had been enjoying walks with God and extended quiet times, but all of a sudden, I was just sad all the time, and I felt like I had to hide it. I didn't tell anyone because... I didn't know what to say. Nothing was wrong. I mean, besides not having a job. But I blamed it on hormones. I blamed it on transition. I blamed it on spiritual warfare. 
I think I was lonely because I wasn't letting anyone in on my concerns. I wasn't being open about the struggle. I was in relationship with a few people, but I wasn't relating, not really. Now, before I proceed, let me tell you what this is not about. I'm not addressing depression or self-inflicted isolation. This is about a season when I was reaching out and yet found myself alone. Not many people would respond back. I didn't have the normal amount of fellowship that I was used to, but I believe there was divine purpose in it. If you're in a season like that, I encourage you to give yourself permission to do a few things. And I wish someone had said these things to me. The first one is reach out. Let someone know that you're in need. I met with that pastor and I shared how I was feeling. She listened. We spent hours seeking God and praying together. I needed to find freedom from past hurt and wounds. I needed to be heard by someone who wouldn't judge me. I needed to be validated in some ways, and I needed to be encouraged. Now, it may be different for you, but I had stopped seeing my gifts and what I had to offer another employer. Completely unaware, I had started the slow decline toward giving up, not only in applying for jobs, but also investing in relationships. I needed someone safe to go to on that journey with me, someone who could see what God sees in me. God wanted to go deep, and He gave me someone to hold my hand on the way to revealing my heart and hearing His. Scripture says we are to have fellowship with one another. There is no shame in needing other people. In a season of uncertainty, it's easy to put on a happy face and pretend everything is great because you need a job and everything is about networking. It's hard to allow yourself to be real. I mean, really, who wants to hire someone who's near the edge or off a rocker, right? But the more you push down your feelings and don't process what's going on, the more your spirit gets out of touch with the Holy Spirit. Don't quench him. Find those people who offer trusted, wise, godly counsel and do the ugly cry if you have to. By reaching out, you may find out that you need to wait it out with God. But first, it needs to get out. So the second thing is find out. Stop letting activity mask the area that God is actually trying to heal. Month one through four, I kept busy. I was still learning to say no, but I hadn't mastered it yet. I needed to stop doing and start being, but the minute I started being, I felt things I didn't want to feel, like loneliness. I think God allowed me to feel that so I'd sense Him calling me into the deep places of Himself. My desire was to be known, and God wanted to show me how He knew me. No other love matches the awareness of how well God knows you. In his pursuit of me, I learned more about who he is. You know, to know and be known. It's really awesome. You can go about life as if you're driving a familiar route. You pass many things on your way, but you never stop to look. So imagine a city is putting in a new stoplight. Now you've sped by that spot every day, and all of a sudden, as you sit at the stoplight, you have nothing to do but look around and see what's always been there. In that same way, let God show you things at this stopping point. Let Him address the loneliness and show you the root of it. Be willing to hurt a bit. God is not intimidated by it. 
and he's not disappointed in you because of it. But because of the pain that draws you to God, he will show you great and mysterious things you do not know. Just remember, activity is just a band-aid, and it's not meant for deep wounds that need God's healing touch. So first, you need to reach out. Second, you need to find out. And thirdly, you need to wait it out. Remember, things take time to build. In that season, I started a lot of new relationships and lost a lot of old relationships. I didn't have a built-in local community because I worked and traveled with my previous job a ton, and my family lived in another state. I reached out to new people and found, well, I wasn't really on their radar for some sort of speedy follow-up. Those I had worked with had went on with their lives, and I wasn't a part of their circle of life anymore. So I had to change my thinking. It was as if I had just moved to town, and it was just going to take time. If you find yourself in this type of transition, be kind to yourself. Be forgiving of others. They don't know your struggle. There is one relationship that has been waiting to go deeper with you and help you wait. God has been waiting for you to slow down and hang out with Him. You may be waiting on a relationship, a healing, or, like me, a job. Waiting is hard. No joke. But God is working and preparing things for you. It just takes time to build. During that season, I wanted relationships, and God told me, Jill, I'm at your house whenever you're ready to sit and chat. The bridegroom is in your house, willing to talk to you about your waiting period. So why are you running around ignoring him? The next one is get it out. Crying out to God is not an admission of defeat. On more than one occasion, I cried out to God saying, now this is hard for me to say because it's deeply personal. I'm not an overly private person, but I do keep certain cries of my heart to myself. But I cried out to God saying, I am just alone all the time, but I don't want to be a burden to anyone. Have you ever felt like that? I didn't consider myself a needy person, but I was starting to feel like one, and I didn't want to turn people off. Now, here's what God revealed to me. First, the area that I'd be a burden to anyone is a lie from the enemy. Second, God made me for fellowship. When I cried out to God, lies and then truth were revealed. Crying out to God uncovers what's in your heart. It needs to be exposed so God can shed his light on the problem. And it brought me into more intimacy with him. I was comforted. I knew his mercy and kindness like never before. By saying, I need people. I declared who God made me to be. I agreed with God. I prayed for the fulfillment of his promises. And he loves that. In times of loneliness, the temptation is to isolate yourself and not bother anyone. First, it's okay to be in a season where God draws you to himself. Take advantage of it. Second, the enemy wants to isolate you and make you vulnerable to temptation and sin. Don't let him take advantage of you. Find the balance. But cry out to God like David in Psalm 25, 16. Lord, turn to me and be gracious to me, for I am lonely and afflicted. The troubles of my heart are multiplied. Bring me out of my distress. The next thing you can do is close out. 
make a decision to believe God for more. A transition or time of loneliness does not define you. One bad moment, or several, doesn't label you. It won't be on your resume. You are not less than you were before your circumstances changed. You are not less loved or valued. You are not less talented or smart. You are not lacking, and you are not alone. Because of that season of loneliness, I found greater strength and joy. I'm walking now with a fuller presence of God. I'm also more sensitive to picking up on when other people are feeling lonely. I believe I carry more authority to shut down the liar who says being lonely means you have less than others. What if the space is actually an invitation by God for more? I pray these things remind you that if you're in this place, that Jesus understands and that you are not alone even if you're lonely, even if you have few friends. I'm not going to be cliche and say, you know, all you need you have in Jesus. You do need fellowship and friends. He made us that way. But don't let the enemy lie to you and say this season of loneliness says something about you and it's how it will always be because I promise you that is not true. So let's go over those things again. Reach out. Let someone know you're in need. Find out. Stop letting activity mask the area that God is trying to heal. Get it out. Crying out to God is not an admission of defeat. Wait it out. Remember, things take time to build. And close out. Make a decision to believe God for more. I hope you enjoyed this episode of The Jill Monica Show. In the coming weeks, I'll be sharing more podcasts like this with teaching and encouragement about how to love yourself, love God, and love others. And so you don't miss out on that or on future episodes of The Jill Monica Show. Be sure to subscribe to this podcast on iTunes and follow me on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Just search for at Jill Monaco. Now, if you are blessed or encouraged today by the ways that you can overcome loneliness in your life and take it to God, Will you please share this podcast with your friends on social media? Thanks again for tuning in, my friends. And remember, love well. You were made for it.